Welcome to another episode of Savvy Sense. This is Kathy. And this is Crystal. I want to talk about how I'm just really excited to not be single right now. Because (laughs) I remember... Talk about it. When I was dating, it was so hard. It was the most frustrating thing I probably ever went through in my life. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to go through it. I already did my turn. You know, I think that everybody, for the single people out there, you know, just know it's going to get better. (laughs) We all got to go through it. We all got to struggle through it. Listen, that is one of the reasons I stayed in my last relationship as long as I did. Because I didn't want to be out here in these single streets. I was like, you know what? This is all the way for the birds. Like, I'm straight. Y'all can have it. Um, But I do have to say after leaving that last um after getting divorced i came out here with a vengeance <laughs> and i enjoyed every bit of my singlehood every bit of it now it's different being single versus dating again so let me be clear <laughs> i enjoyed every bit of my singlehood Everybody. Not the dating part. Not just the, dating the single part. part. <laughs> it was Happily just... single, not ready to mingle. Yes, because yeah, these woof, these dating streets is is crucial out here. Um, I I do not recommend. Like I think I have some of the worst dating stories. Like I have encountered the most <laughs> random foolishness that I could I could write a book. People have told oh, me I should write a book. You probably should. We are your your listening ears to your book. So tell us some of these stories. The I don't know if I can tell the okay. <laughs> There's some things that I kind of probably shouldn't, right? Uh-huh. Or maybe like write a book under an alias. <laughs> but what I will say is something that I always did no matter what is Google the person that I am talking to. (laughs) Yo, no BS, y'all. This is so true. She is Inspector Gadget over here when it comes down to it. She can find anything on anybody, anywhere. So if you out there, don't be be messing with Kathy if you don't want her to know your (laughs) whole background, okay? I'm just saying. (laughs) I am a private investigator. I just don't get paid for my services. Uh-uh. We pay you in love. That's all. Do you? <laughs> I need to start sending invoices. Because I have done it for so many of my friends. I will tell you, I'm never doing it again. She's retired. Retired. Uh-huh. Because one, because people don't appreciate my investigation. Right? <laughs> they don't appreciate your That's service. first of all, right? Because sometimes somebody will ask you to look something up and then you they find something that they don't want to see. Or they didn't care to begin with. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. You know? Or like, sometimes people are looking for something and nothing's there. They want to see the bad in somebody, but like nothing's wrong. Or like whatever the case may be. Or it takes you down the rabbit hole of their ex-girlfriend's Instagram page. We can't live our life that way. You will not have a successful relationship because I guarantee you one day... You are going to say something about his ex that you shouldn't know. <laughs> He'll be like, remember that time when she had that red bikini on and she's on? And he going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> or you're going to be like, well, your ex-girlfriend 
Stacy. And I'd be like, okay, I never told you her name. Right. <laughs> it's too much. Now you're comparing yourself to the ex when really there's a reason why that person is the ex. There's a reason why that person's past is in the past. The only exception to this is criminal activity. I need to know. <laughs> if you have a criminal record, I need to know. And then it's not saying like like on a job application where you have to say whether you've been convicted of a felony, you might still get the job. Right. Or like I might still date you. Right. I just need to know. No, it, it is about being full disclosure. Um, it is hilarious, by the way, the the things that you think of and the the limps that you will go to find out information <laughs> because it amazed me. I think I've only used your services once um, <laughs> because for one, I never really cared that much because I was just like, you know what it is, what it is. Everybody got to pass. But also right. because I'm from the hood, like, you know, criminal activity, I'm like, eh, it's kind of a given. Like, <laughs> I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not from the hood. And I won't say that, like, you know, I've dated, you know, I dated a couple of bad guys. They had a criminal past. But today, who I am now in my life, I can't ride or die. Girl. Like, I need to know where we're going. Okay. And then I'll let you know you if I want to. Listen, you're going to have to drop me off at the corner because I ain't riding and dying for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> where is the nearest Uber? Because I'm right here and exit stays left. Nah. Because okay. I can't go with you. I can't go where you're going. I don't have bail money for that. (laughs) I am not. Orange is not my color. Right. Right. But, you know, my services have been have been useful in finding out that someone that I was dating in the past was married or engaged or had a baby on the way. Mm. And I need to know that. So let's just say I let go of the fact that maybe you had a DUI in the past or maybe you stole something when you were in high school, whatever. You know, there's petty things that I could probably overlook. Right. Your wife, I cannot overlook that. This is true. Now, this this is where I do agree that your services are much needed and very appreciated because when you be having a whole other families and second lives or you're like on the run, I need to know those things. <laughs> Not on the run. <laughs> I'm just saying because, you know, people be having multiple lives and aliases and different families and stuff. Like if your if your history on social media only goes back a year, I'm questioning you. <laughs> I need and to if know. you have more than one Facebook page, why? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, it's true. It's very true. Because you got something to hide, and I need to know. Because I uh-huh. need to know for a number of different reasons. For one, is my life in danger? Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> is my life in danger? And are there pending criminal charges where you want me to be with you while you're in prison? Because I can't do that either. Listen, because this is a conversation to be had. As as funny as it is, these are conversations that is to be had. I need to know, A, if you are potentially going away, because I am not holding it down for you. I'm sorry. We are not doing that. Like, you, good luck. When you come back out, you'll be reformed, and you'll find a new girlfriend. I am not she. She is not me, okay? But, yeah. and when I say, is my life in danger, if you is married, wives is out here cutting for their husband. <laughs> So, <laughs> I let's know, not get stabbed. I was like, 
I I was that wife that rolled up on the mistress like, oh, what it is though, because we we not doing this like we don't share <laughs> we we not in kindergarten we ain't sharing people um <laughs> so i need to know if there is a potential wife or girlfriend that is going to roll up on me i don't need no surprises i don't like being caught off guard because then we got different type of issues because once i fight them i am coming to kill you because now, <laughs> now i'm facing criminal it's just a whole domino effect i don't like it tell me what i'm signing up for just let me know because what people don't understand is honesty is always the best policy for so many different reasons. There are plenty of people who are out here willingly being side chicks. Like they are signing up. They are searching for those positions to be filled. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so you may be able to get exactly what you want. If you that's tell true. me that that's what it is, because if I don't want no relationship or I don't want to be, with nobody serious I just want a couple days a week and you know some gifts to be showered on me and to call <laughs> you when I need it then we we might be able to work some now yeah but, but if I am looking to settle down I want to get married I want to have kids I want to build a future I want to do all these things then we might not be able to do that if you already got a wife and kids I'm just yeah <laughs> And you know what's funny? I'm the type of person who was always looking for a serious relationship. Like, I was, I did not enjoy dating. Like, I don't think that dating is fun at all. You know, I wasn't the type of person who was like, oh, let me just have somebody take me out to dinner tonight. Like, no. I, like, actually, like, really am that person who was always searching, right? Which was a bad thing because Uh I saw the potential in everyone, Yes. You know, so that was a problem. It was exhausting. Um, but that's also why people lied to me. They oh. they could not give me full disclosure because they were like, this is a, this is a, you know, a good woman. I want to be with her. But they did not deserve me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't see that. But wow. they knew that. Because otherwise they would have been up front with me, you know, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But, um... Mm. You know, that is really interesting to have that perspective, because I think that was why me and you always like bumped heads on your like dating life, because, you Mm. know, for so a third of my life, I was locked up in a marriage, so I wasn't (laughs) dating, (laughs) but and I was like why don't you just enjoy dating? And you're like, what do you mean? Like, it was not not making sense to you. But I'm like, I just, because as soon as I came and broke free, um, I was able to go and like just date casually. Like, I didn't care nothing about nobody. I was not trying to have no relationship, even though I did get into a relationship very quickly thereafter. But that was neither here nor there. I wasn't searching for it. I was out living my best life on somebody's yacht at a party and doing what I do and what what it did for me was it gave me those releases because every time you meet a new person you get to be whoever you want to be which is you know everybody got their representative that shows up on the first date and I always (laughs) thought that that was very it was fun it was like a little game because it's like "Eh, I know you're lying about something I'm gonna figure out what it is (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and then we gonna go from there. And it's always proven to be true. Every person that I've talked to or dated, like I'm like, I'm gonna figure out what it is with you. And it's just like a little puzzle. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's like that sounds stressful. See, that is not stressful. I don't like human puzzles. (laughs) Well, I like puzzles and projects. So I guess that is (laughs) is why to me, I'm like, oh, what is the issue, and can I fix it? Because I feel like you know, every person has some underlying good intentions and some underlying bad intentions. Like, you know, we're in it for ourselves, but trying to figure that out. And I, I think this also goes back to my degree. The reason I got my degree in psychology is because I'm fascinated with how people think and maneuver and why they do the things they do. Right. So for me, I'm more of that. I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm like, okay, if we both single, I need to figure out why you single. I can tell you why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to figure out why you really single at this point in your life and don't have the things that you want to have. Like if you do, you know, for guys, they have a lot more options as far as controlling their narrative, right? Because they're the ones who ask you to marry them. They're the ones who impregnate you. They're, you know, I mean, to a certain extent. But um, they have a lot more control over those things. So when they don't have those things, then you're like, hmm, why do you really not have that? Like, why are right. you 42 and you don't have any kids <laughs> if that's what you actually wanted in life? Right. Because you're right. Because for women, if they're 42 and they didn't have what they wanted, it's because either they couldn't find the right guy to get it from or they made, you know, a lot of mistakes in the men that they chose or like it's never because they didn't want it. Well, let me not say never, never say never. But like it's typically not because they didn't want it. It's because of the choice of men that they, you know, ended up with. Mm hmm. Exactly. Because you can want something all you all you want. But if your partner that you choose to be with and and that's the other thing for women, we don't typically choose who we end up with, meaning like we don't go out there and shoot our shots. Right. So we can only date and not saying we can't, but typically we only date the people who approach us. Right. So they approach us and then they ruin our life. Exactly. Our pool to choose from is a little bit slender. And so you got you see who comes and approaches you and then you have to give them a little bit of time a day to see if they're worth your time. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you're waiting for the next suitor. So I think we're at a slight disadvantage because of that. Um, but, you know, there are women who are out here about their business and they're like, no, nah, I'm going to go choose him. And I'm like, you know what, sis, do you? Because whatever works, like, let me know. I am not going to play that role because I always want the man to be the aggressor. I always want him to be the one who approaches and, you know, pursues me. I'm old fashioned in that manner. So for me, I have to wait until I am approached by a suitor and then see if they're suitable. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) But you know what? I think that that makes a lot of sense because... Sometimes when the woman chooses, like, you know, they always say, like, the the man should love you more, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. Like, if he approaches you, he's the one trying to get you. He's the one that's, like, doing the work. 
Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that makes a relationship last because he actually really wants you and he wants to be there and he, and he does what he needs to do to show you. Right. Now, when a woman chooses, sometimes she's convincing you. Yes. But you got other options. Yeah. And then now, if wonder... he wanted just you, he would have came to you. Right. And and this, I really think this is one of the reasons why we see those examples that piss us off every time where a woman is with a man for, you know, 10 years or something, and then they never get married and they have kids together and do all these things, live together and all this, and they break up. And then six months later, he's engaged to the next chick. Well, that's about, to, to me, that's about expectations because- there could be, he could really have loved her and pursued her and done everything to keep her just to keep her and ruin her life. Just to, <laughs> no, for real, like for real, like sometimes these guys, these guys are selfish. The type of men who stay in a relationship for 10 years and won't marry you knowing that that's what you want and then continue to have these kids. Like there has to be a level of selfishness in there or immaturity or a little bit of both because you know what she wants and you won't give it to her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you want her though. See, you know, and I think it's, it's very interesting because until you get to know couples in those situations, it, you have a different perspective. Cause I used to always think, Oh, he don't want her if he doesn't want to marry her after this many years, right? Like you're wasting your time. I'm not going to be somebody's, you know, girlfriend for 17 years. Like that's not what I'm built for. But then when I've met certain people who actually were in those situations and they did end up getting married, it's, very interesting to see the dynamic and like I I remember um I was listening to um DeVal and Kadeen Ellis and I love them they're so cute they're such a cute couple um but they were dating for like seven years before even getting engaged but see they were young right but they were in their 20s she was 27 oh I thought they got together in college yes so they got together at 18 they didn't get married till she was like 27 or like they got engaged like after seven years yeah and then they ended up but like now they've been together like 18 years they got three kids they have a whole you know and but they're they were going through different life stages together right they were growing up yes but i don't know if i would have stuck around for seven years without an engagement ring But how do you know, maybe she wasn't even like mature enough to know that. Oh, no, she or, was. Like, maybe she wasn't. Oh, she was ready. Yeah, she was ready. Because, <laughs> like, I, I listened to their whole interview story and everything. And they, she was like, she, the reason why they ended up getting engaged was because she pressured him. So she was like, listen, what are we doing? Like, it, we've been together seven years. What are we doing? You know what yeah. I mean? So, and she was like, she wanted kids. And she knows she wanted to be married before she had kids and all that. So, like, there was different, you know, things that she wanted. And she wanted to plan her life with him. And so he felt pressured, but he went on and got engaged and then they, you know, eventually got married and whatever. But Mm -hmm. their reason, his reasoning for not being ready was financial. He was like, you know, he was in the NFL for a minute. And then when he lost that, he was financially, he was like, I can't give you the life that I want to give you. So I'm not ready for that. And that takes a special kind of woman to be able to be comfortable enough to stick through that. And now Mm -hmm. it's paid off in 
multiple dividends because you know now he's an actor and you know they're very uh well known and they make good money and all that good stuff and they have big old house in Atlanta that they just bought like all the things that you would envision happening in your life you know they eventually got to that but it took them 18 years like that is a special type of person to be able to stick through that typically most women who stick it out for like I said 10 plus years they do not end up with the ring and they do not end up with the last name and they do not end up with the riches and the gold and the gold at the end of the rainbow right but see there's two things here right there's there's one aspect where you said you don't know if you could have stayed right but then there's the other, but she did stay and then she did get those things. So who's mm-hmm. to say that, you know, these women who don't get it, is, is it because they needed to stay a little bit longer or it was just never going to happen? Like it's, it's for them to kind of decide, you know? See, and that's the problem. Like you're literally taking a chance Yes, because if I think, I think in their situation, it, he never gave her the indication that he, that he did not want to marry her. Like he knew mm-hmm. that that was the end result, but it was just it, the timing. He was trying to repair himself. So that, I think that's different from where you were talking about how when they are pursuing them and they have to convince them, you know what I mean? Oh because yeah. I yeah. To, Like my stance has always been that a man knows within a very short period of time, whether or not he wants to marry you. It is no question in their mind. Right. And and I've been a firm believer of that my entire life. I have not seen that been proven wrong. Men don't have to be convinced that they want to be married. They right. know that either I am going to marry you or I'm not. And if they're forced to do it, then it may not end up the way you want it to end up. But if right. they want to do it, they will. So I'm agreeing with that, though, because when I say that a woman, when a woman pursues a man, it's almost like he, she has to convince him that she is what he wants. And I don't think that women should be doing that at all. Right. Like that's, you know, for what? Like you're not an option. You're the prize. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, you know, I know someone now who's getting married after like 15 years of being with this guy. Mm -hmm. And then there comes the situations where after all this time you get married and then it doesn't work. As soon as you get married, you get a divorce. I pray that her relationship works, you know, but like you said, it, it rarely ever happens where a man doesn't know immediately that he wants to marry you. And mm-hmm. I didn't believe you. You said that all the time. I didn't believe you until I met a man who was so clear with what he wanted for my life and our life, to, for, for his life and our life together. Mm-hmm. I never in my adult life, because I feel like high school doesn't count. Right. In my adult life, met a man who was like, yeah, I want to marry you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know that? Like, already? Right. So now I'm like, okay. <laughs> sign me up. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you made a believer out of me. Well, he made a believer out of me. And right. you, you were right. You can say, I told you so. <laughs> you know, I often am right. But no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, I, I really believe that because for a man, it's a decision and it's not something that they can be convinced of because men are very black and white. Like, it's not like, oh, now because I love her so much, I want to marry her. Like, no, they know from 
jump pretty much within the first six months I always argue within the first six months they know whether or not you are going to be wife material they don't even necessarily have to be in love with you they if you fit the boxes of what they think in their head is their wife then you will become their wife and you know what but we have to put out a disclaimer just because they think you are wife material and just because they've decided that you are the one does not mean it will work. No, <laughs> because there are so many other things that can happen between that decision in his head and the, you know, throughout the course of your relationship. Like, you know, yeah, my boyfriend says he wants to marry me, but I could screw it up or he could screw it up. It's right. like the bare minimum is to give your time and your love and your effort to somebody who can see themselves with you for the rest of your life. Right. And that's the thing because anybody can mess anything up like that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can be married in two decades and mess it up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't, that's it doesn't true. take much to mess up something. Um, I always used to say, and I still believe this, as long as y'all are both um, not willing to quit, then you can make it. Because there's going to be times, you know, I feel and I feel very strongly about this. Love is an emotion and an emotion changes. So you can fall in and out of love with a person throughout the course of the years, throughout the like I can love you this morning and don't love you this afternoon. Like it can (laughs) change based on your actions and what, you know, what mood I'm in and what is going on in my life. Um, you know, but people fall in and out of love all the time, but that's not the deciding factor. As long as you both are committed to making it work, you know, one person may not be as committed, but as long as they're committed to not leaving, then it can work. And I think that that is the focus that it needs to be on because it's not going to be, there is going to be times where one person is all in and the other person is not there. And it's very difficult to make it work during those times. But as long as that person who is not there does not decide to leave, then it can work out. Yeah, that's, that's true. There's, there's two foundations in a relationship for it to work. And it's two people that really want to be together and two people that really want to stay together. Mm-hmm. Cause like some people are in relation, people are in relationships for so many different reasons. Like it is not always about love. It is not always about the happy ending. Like people mm-hmm. are weird. So, you know, everybody's got their own thing and not weird. Let me not say, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Everybody's Everybody has their different. own you know, thing, right? Everybody's different. But and, I that's think, for you we look at marriage differently though like women look at marriage for like love and like safety and like all that kind of stuff men look at marriage for the purpose of building a life and a legacy so it's mm-hmm. more of a business transaction than it is about just I'm madly in love with you you see what I'm saying like more but maybe not totally and th- yeah I, I said more yeah. I didn't okay. no, no no just just <laughs> But sure. okay. I'm saying like <laughs> men are more logical that I, and this is my take on it. Again, this is just my take on it, but that is why it is typically easier for them to cheat because it's transactional. It's like, I just want, they can compartmentalize things much easier than we can. So, you know, when we're in a relationship, we're invested with our mind, our body, our soul, like everything we are trying to make this thing work between me and him. So I want to make him happy. I want to make sure the house is good and this and the third 
men think of, okay, I am building this life with you. I am providing this level of income, this level of security, this, that, and the third. What I do outside of these walls has nothing to do with my love for you. And that is the Mm. hardest thing for women to swallow because in every situation that I've ever seen, including my own, where the man has cheated, they still loved their wife and they didn't want to leave their wife. They had no intentions of leaving their wife. They wanted to be with her and they didn't do this to hurt her. They didn't even think about it when they were with that other person. It is compartmentalized. So it's more transactional for men than it is for women. When we cheat, it's more of an emotional thing. It's a connection. It's a sign. It's a wake up call. It's like, hey, I am no longer in this or I have grown an attachment to this other person. It's very rare that women just cheat transactionally. Right. It's probably because they're missing something at home and they've Mm -hmm. asked for it over and over again. And their significant other is not giving it to them. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I just think that we look at it so differently and I, which is why it's so difficult for marriages to work these days, because we each need something very different from a marriage. You know, women need that safety, that security, that comfort, that person to talk to, that best friend and all that. You know, for most women, um, men need that person who they can trust, that person that they can build with, that person who is not going to blow their finances. You know, like they're looking at that a person who can raise their children, a person that they can bring around their um, buddies and not think that they're going to be slipping off with them, you know, so <laughs> like right. they are more concerned with those things than the things that women are concerned with, which is why there's usually an emotional detachment that happens between the two. But the guy is not any less in love with her. It's just more of a transactional thing. Hmm. That's crazy. It is. Um, I wanted to go back real quick to the long relationships. Mm. For men, for the men who feel like, like DeVille felt, felt, right? He was like, he wants to be financially stable. Like he had the right idea, mm-hmm. right? Like he was not wrong in that. And I think that, you know, the, m- maybe she didn't know, like, there are things she that didn't. men, right? So men will do, will have this plan in their head, and they need to share that with the person <laughs> they're with. Because next thing you know, she could have been like, "I'm not doing this anymore," and just leave. Mm-hmm. But really, he had her in mind. You know, like, yeah, that takes a special type of man too. He he was planning their life. He wanted to get it right, mm-hmm. and so like I commend him for doing that. But the communication is key because she would not have been wrong if she left. Because she would have thought that he was playing games. Right. But that is exactly what you said. Communication is key. Most men do not communicate their situation to their woman. And that especially comes down to financial because that was the case with him. He did not disclose that he was in financial strengths like he was not where he wanted to be financially so she just thought well he takes care of everything he you know he's gonna take care of it um and that's that's what men want their women to think you know what I mean they always Mm -hmm. want them to think no matter what babe's got it you know no matter what he gonna he gonna take care of everything or whatever and so it puts a lot of stress on men 
because they don't understand that the woman won't think less of them for not having it. But if she's a true woman, she can be a help meet to you to help you get to where you are getting to because you don't know what you don't know. So you may need a little extra help or guidance or she could give you a different perspective on things to say, okay, well, if you want to, if, if your plan is to buy a house, then these are things that we need to be putting into place. You know what I mean? So let's make sure your credit is good. Let's start this savings for that. Let's, you know, put away this money for that. Like there's a way to go about it, but men who try to just do it all themselves, put an unnecessary burden and stress on themselves. And then that, is reciprocated by the way the woman acts because that's what you've portrayed to me is that you got it and that you don't need my help. So I expect now that you got it and you don't need my help. Right. Or the woman is suffering in silence because they're like, well, I'm not getting what I need. And he's over here grinding to get her what she needs, but they neither one of them knows what the other is doing. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. And it's a partnership. At the end of the day, relationships are partnerships. I believe, and I know that this is not everyone's belief, that a man should be the head of the household. But that means a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. you know, like emotionally, spiritually, not just financially. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't look to a man for money. Like, it's not the 1950s. Like, I work. Like, you know, so it's not about the money to me. That person needs to be able to obviously you know, be a major contribution to the household. But like, there's just so much more to it. And I wish that men and women would communicate more, especially in the relationships. Um, and especially when it comes to money. And I'm I'm just so glad, like, it's not something that comes up in my relationship. And I hope that, that it doesn't ever become because they say what divorce is typically caused by financial issues, Yep. you know, but if people would just understand that it's a partnership and just talk about money more freely, more comfortably, more openly, then you'll probably be fine. You'll work it out. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's very true. Um, You know, I know after coming from, you know, being married and and doing all that, my expectations for the financial role that a man plays in my relationship now is very different. Um, I do have higher expectations now than I did when I was married. And it's because I'm in a different place in my life right now where I've built my own, you know, uh, mini empire, and I've been able to accomplish things on my own. So my financial requirements for my boyfriend now are much greater than they were for previous relationships. But it's also based on his capacity as well. You know, I would not expect for him to pay all the bills if he couldn't afford to do so. I would not expect for him, you know, to uh, take care of the finances if he was not in a position to do so. So for me, I do look at it differently. And there is a level of obligation there that is higher than the average person because of where I am in my life. And because of who I'm with, you know, I would not be with somebody who is not financially capable of taking care of the finances, um, of paying the bills, of, you know, taking care of all that and not be a financial strain on them. So, you know, if, if let's just say my bills are $3,000 a month, if you only make $3,500, you ain't the right person for me. Like, I can't, I'm gonna need you to, you know, make a little bit more. <laughs> but um, that is, so my take on it is a little different because my circumstances and my experiences are different. 
Right. And when you become one household and, you know, you can, you can figure that out. Like sometimes you, you can get with somebody who doesn't maybe necessarily make what you need them to make, but then you see that it's not really about their income. It's more about their expenses. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just takes a little tweaking, but yeah, every situation is, is unique. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's it's very important to have those discussions, though, with your partner to make sure that y'all are on the same page, because that is one of the number one reasons for divorce. So uh, don't let it catch you off guard. Yep. <laughs> so um, the moral of the story is do what works for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you, boo. Do you, do you boo. <laughs> and, you know. Don't mirror your life of anybody else's. Nine times out of ten, the people who are giving you advice do not have it together. Okay. So <laughs> do what you need to do for yourself. Whatever makes you happy, especially when it comes to relationships, you got to do what works for you. Absolutely. And on that note, we will see y'all for the next episode of Savvy Sense. Thanks for listening. Bye.